Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, everybody, I'm John Cena, 16 time WWE champ, saying support Wrestle Talk because they talk about wrestling and I like it. So do us all a favor and subscribe, please. And thank you. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Wrestle Ramble Podcast! Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Ramble Podcast. I am Ollie Davis and I'm joined by Luke Owen. Hello, Wrestle Talk Nation. Hello to you, Oliver Davis. How the dickens are you? Is the uh, the question that is on everyone's mm. mind? Is there any update to murder at the gym? No, because I haven't been back to that gym, mm. so I probably won't be going back there until I'll, Friday. Yeah, well, I wasn't so. sure if there was like word on the street because no. now that you go and you go to like rough gyms, all the gangs know who you are. Yeah, so you kind of hear the whispers on the streets in the local mm. areas. Mm. Even when you when you just go to Tesco to pick up tea bags and stuff, you hear the whispers. The mm. sort of whispers mm. you wouldn't have usually heard. Well, it's not just the whispers. I've got a gang of rascals, a, b- a bunch of uh, but about. 13 homeless boys who go and find me information mm. in exchange for tuppences. <laughs> so you're saying that you're... Is it Fagan? Is that the Oliver Twist no, no, character? No, no, I'm saying I've got a uh, a workshop, a sweatshop. Yep. That, uh, yeah, I, I pay miners to spy on people for me. And write your WrestleTalk news scripts. Yeah, yeah, they're surprisingly good at it. <laughs> they know my voice. And can edit videos really yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, a great, great gang of lads. Speaking of which, there's um, something that came up online today. I think some people have just discovered this on the old Twitter machine. Mm. There is a magazine in the states that is all that is aimed at the tween market, the tween, the the tween girl market mm. on how to be a YouTube star. No, yeah. a whole magazine, a monthly. I don't know what I don't know how often it comes out, but it's interviews with YouTubers who make lots of money on the old I, YouTube. I, this is news to me. I didn't know this existed. And they basically kind of give you tips on like how to build your brand, mm. what social media channels to use, how to use said social media channels. I don't need this, but what I it's aimed at the tween market. It's not. It's I like how, could... what you know how to promote lip gloss. You don't promote lip gloss yet. Maybe that's why I'm not promoting it. I've got terrible lips. <laughs> we could get a good makeup deal. Maybe we could. Yeah. Maybe that's the next step for Wrestle Talk. Is Wrestle Talk WrestleTalk.com slash makeup. Do some gold dust tutorials. Yeah. Here's how you can make the Finn Balor look. But if you're gonna do that, I then have to run in as Alicia Fox to announce that I'm gonna be sure, your partner yeah, for yeah, Mixed yeah, Match yeah. Challenge. It's Mandy Rose now. Yes, I saw, yeah. 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 Um but the what my favourite thing about this though, I I it's just come mm. to my mind because I saw it on Twitter before we came in to record this. Someone pointed out that this is all about online 
and it's a print magazine. Ah, oh, perfect. What better way to transition into a plug to the Wrestle Talk magazine? It was like well. I planned it. Yeah. Uh, which I is didn't. still available. Issue 3 is coming out soon, but you can get Issue 2 if you go over to the, the WrestleTalk.com website, click on the shop uh, bit, and it takes you right there. You finished your article now? I have, yeah, yeah. Just one day over the deadline, as opposed to a week over the deadline <laughs> last time. Uh, but the... Uh, what was I going to say? I was joking about, about that with my wife last night. Tween market. What, what were you joking about? I was, I was, like, time I am I was like, poor old Ollie. He hasn't finished his... Uh, his Russell Talk magazine article. She was like, really? I was like, yeah, I mean, I think the deadline was last week. In all fairness, we watched the show on January 4th mm. and uh, it's, you know, it's now February 1st. <laughs> I edited the video version of it very quickly. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, let's do some podcast uh, reviews. Oh, no, that's what I was going to say. I read a poll that the top five, for the first time ever, in the top five professions that kids want to be, you know, have got like rock star, actor, a tree. Number four is YouTuber. Yeah, I or saw vlogger. I saw this as well because I remember I actually saw a poll uh, done by a newspaper that I won't mention the name of because they're utter scum. Um, they ran a poll of like kids between uh, between five and thirteen about what their dream jobs mm. were, and YouTuber was number one, blogger was number two, and in a band was number three. And that was at a time when I was both a, I was a YouTuber, a blogger, and I was in a band. I was like, I hold yeah. the three top jobs that kids want I think they should probably write successful YouTuber yeah. successful blogger mm-hmm. successful in a ba- in a successful band yeah because we'll I, I was certainly was not in the third one we'll get we'll get there uh, so yes uh, iTunes reviews from Big B 83 the best wrestling podcast around bit of a stretch I might have done this one already no, this is this is a new one. I started watching you guys a few months ago when my friend introduced me to Wrestle Sketch, which are always hilarious. Please do more. And I'm super happy that I found your podcast. So now I can set up at work to both of your lovely opinions and voices. Thank you for everything and stay swaffed. Thank right, you, Big B. Thank you, Big B83. And T41453 writes, amazing wrestling podcast. Best wrestling podcast, hands down. Luke and Dolly have amazing chemistry to create one super entertaining podcast. I love the fantasy booking and crap gimmicks. Hopefully we get a fantasy booking of Wonder Ollie's NXT call-up. Thank you very much. Thank you, T Random Numbers. I did see uh, (laughs) someone say yesterday that they hope that our next fantasy booking warfare is how we're going to make friends with WWE stars because that was a we talked about that we talked for so long I forget a lot of the crap we mentioned <laughs> let's get on with the show the, the wrestling world is a buzz with the biggest news of the year arguably Jeremy Borash has joined NXT potentially reportedly what do we think about that? I mean, it, this, I mean, I know you've done this as a joke mm. because the big news really is Ronda Rousey has joined WWE, but this is actually genuinely quite big news. Yes. I think this is actually huge news. Bigger news? Big Could be bigger. Well, I don't think it's bigger. Than Rousey. News. It's not bigger news than Rousey. Not bigger than that point. No, it's Tell certainly not. Much. No, I'm still feeling the effects of that point. Like mm. The force that she did has now travelled across the ocean and it started to make its way into London. I felt it last night while I was in bed. I mean, my bed shook a little bit. Yeah, but and because of the direction she pointed at, if she did it one time, that would have been okay. If she did it twice, 
you know, we could manage it, but three times means that Lisbon in Portugal is now destroyed because that created a ripple effect throughout the uh, Atlantic Ocean. And I'll tell you it's who, the I, ocean, who isn't I, it? I think so, yeah. Mm. Who I feel really sorry for, though, is Michael Cole because he was front and centre. He was the first person to feel the brunt of it. It actually made him a worse commentator. Yeah, he's brain dead now. That's he's why. Just, like, there's nothing inside his head. That, it wasn't actually him on Monday night. It was just an animatronic. It was Charlie Caruso. Mm. And, um, no, I shouldn't pick on Charlie. It was Dan. Dasher, Dasher Fuentes, uh, in a Michael Cole cosplay, just doing the uh, doing the commentary, and no one realised mm, because Michael Cole's brain had been pushed about three years into the future just by the sheer force. She's a trained MMA fighter, and they're just letting her throw points, stiff points, <laughs> willy nilly out there with no respect. To I mean, I commend WWE a lot because I think they do very well on their safety standards, largely. But yeah, just have Rousey coming out like that. It was dangerous. Dangerous was stuff. Dangerous. But back to the Jeremy Borash thing. I do genuinely think this is quite... Do you want to talk about Ronda Rousey first? Let's do a little Borash. Yeah. Just a tiny, teeny Borash. Tiny, man. teeny Borash. But like Borash going to WWE, I compared it on the website, to Michael Cole leaving WWE at mm. this stage of the career. Because Borash has been a writer, producer, commentator, backstage interviewer wrestler he has done literally everything for that company and actually you you hear reports from people who worked for tna and impact over the years they've said that borash is the, like he's their guy mm. he's the guy that if, without him the company would have really struggled with certain things he goes to all the wrestling shows around the country filming stuff for impact wrestling he has done and has probably been paid peanuts the entire time that he's been doing this but has been loyal to TNA and Impact Wrestling because he just firmly believes that this was a company that could achieve something. Him leaving is like, I think that's a bigger sign of the company's decline than Lashley and EC3 going. I think, I don't want to say that about TNA because it's an, it's another regime change. And I really like Don Callis. So maybe it's just a new regime change. Maybe, yeah. Thought, yeah, yeah. You know, now's the time to go. I've been here so long. Like, people talk about James Storm as the TNA original there from the first show in 2002. Borash was there before the first show. Like, he outdates... I don't, is he the longest serving? You know, Jarrett's gone. He'd be the longest serving Road person, Dog's yeah. gone. Yeah. And, I mean, like, from a personal experience of Borash, what a guy. Oh, he seems um, like such a yeah, nice chap, yeah. I've, uh, I mean, I've never properly spoken to him. It's always been... I, back in the day... I went to a TNA fan event. Nice. Where we watched an episode of Impact. Wow. Mm. Excellent. <clears throat> what year bar. was that? 2009, 10. Yep. Good year. Yeah. And uh, main event mafia time, I yeah. think. And Borash, you know, I spoke to him. He's like, man, what do you fans want? And he's big eyes. And he's, it just makes you feel like the only guy in the room uh, that he's focused on. And I was like, a pay-per-view over here? And he went, we'll make it happen. I was like, oh, yeah. And there was another time at a TNA house show in the UK when he was ring announcing. You know, he's got those big eyes. I was like row three. And he looked right at me. And I was riding high for the rest of the night. He went, like he pointed. And I didn't really comprehend that he probably does that to to at least like 100 people a night. But hey, he knows how to make you feel special. Man, and him going to NXT, I don't know what role he's going to be in. Mm. We got, do we know the reports or have a report said what he's going to no, be doing no. while he's there? If he's going I to be... hope. Uh, just everything. Backstage backstage interviewer is where a mean gene is where I really like him in front of camera. Yeah. 
Yeah. He's really good in that backstage role. Actually, mm. he's great in that backstage role. Like he he was that guy who could get the best out of uh, interviewers or interviewees rather were during his time at TNA. I really liked him in that role. Actually, mm. that was that kind of that. That's my era. TNA was uh, Borash was doing backstage stuff. You had Dave Penzer call uh, doing the ring announcing, mm. and you had the Professor Mike Tanay and Don West on commentary. That's Don. TNA to me. Love Don. Love Don. Not West. then though. Like he got good when he turned heel. Oh no! I like. I'm, oh yeah, he was better when he actually, much he was, better. God, I forgot his heel. Really he good. He was great. He turned heel on Mike Tanelo, yeah. no less. Oh, I forgot his heel turn. Mm. What a great time in TNA that was. Uh, uh, yeah. So I mean, but we were talking the other day. Renee Young and Jeremy Borash in the same promotion. That like you, that is you build Raw and SmackDown around those two. Renee on Raw, Borash on SmackDown. Like, but you know that it's. Those roles now in WWE aren't roles that are made to get over. And they cannot do anything but get over if they're in those roles. And if anything, they're in lesser demands now because WWE have essentially done their version of the self-service checkout in a supermarket mm. by having the wrestlers film their own interviews. Yeah. So you don't need people to say, my guest at this time, Randy Orton. Because Randy's just filming on his phone at house mm. show events. So... People like Borash and Renee, they're in they're in less they're less needed. But Ronda Rousey, let's yeah. get back to how she will change WWE. She uh, of course she turned up at the end of the Royal Rumble pay-per-view on Sunday. It's come out since ESPN said full time is the nature of her contract. And then on Raw the next night, she's not there, leading a lot of people to go, Well, how full time is this full time? We still don't know, but Triple H has said, look, she's shooting a movie right now. She's shooting Mile 22. When she starts, this will be like a you know a yeah. full-time gig. An exclusive gig, I think is the term they used. So it looks like, going on reports from various outlets, that her first match will be at WrestleMania. Now, how this will ch- change WWE in general is, and Dave Meltzer has, has pointed this out mostly, it's WWE's biggest draw now, biggest mainstream draw. is no longer John Cena or Brock Lesnar. It's Ronda Rousey. But that means you have to push the entire women's division front and centre because of that. And apparently that was the reason behind everyone on commentary saying women's division, women's division, women's division. The women started the show and they put over the Sasha Banks and Asuka match so much. And probably a reason they got uh, so much time... And it was only between two women rather than let's just chuck all the women in there like they usually do or Mm. have done for the last few months. So, yeah, WWE, the structure of Raw and SmackDown, the focus at least, might become a better that like this could benefit the women's division greatly. Well, if that is the case, then there's something I really wish they would have done in the Royal Rumble. Uh, I think I don't. I don't think I mentioned this during uh, when we did our review mm. uh, on Monday's episode. If you want to go back and rewatch that, so it's a corking episode. If you haven't, um, I don't think I mentioned it at the time. But one of my biggest, uh, perhaps actually my biggest criticism of the Women's Royal Rumble, bigger than all the other criticisms that I gave of a match, I actually very much enjoyed. Mm. I really liked it, and uh, I'm actually going to go back and rewatch it. Is that what storylines came out of it? It was really just yeah. As- Asuka won and Rousey debuted. Well, you've, I mean, you've got Sasha Banks eliminating Bailey in her most healed thing she's done for a long, long time. But that wasn't followed up on Raw. No. You know, you know where Bailey was? No. On main event. 
on Monday. No. Oh, I just saw your heartbreak. Oh, Bailey. You can do the Simpsons thing when you, <laughs> you go. That's the moment Ralph Wiggum's heart breaks. Slow, slow rewind. Oh, man. Poor mm. Bailey. Why has she been relegated to main events? Yeah. Well, so further to my point then, really, is that usually the Royal Rumble is used not just to set up your WrestleMania main event, big air quotes for podcast listeners, take a drink. It's you also set up your other WrestleMania feuds, like feuds that are going to happen mm. in the months leading up to WrestleMania. But Sasha Banks' sort of heel turn, whether it's a full heel turn as yet has really been clarified, but it, she is di- like displaying more heelish tendencies, which I am fully behind because she's yeah. a much more engaging character that way. But that's there's no like... I don't know what uh, Bailey's feud coming out of it is. I don't know what Becky Lynch's feud is coming out of it. Essentially, she wasn't on SmackDown. Ruby Riot is going into a program with Charlotte, but that didn't come out of the Rumble. That just like I don't even know who eliminated Ruby Riot. Mm. I'm going to guess it was Nia Jax or Michelle McCall. I was going to say statistically, <laughs> it was Michelle McCall. Yeah, those those would be your best options to go for either one of those. But like, uh, someone actually said to me that a really great uh, moment r- during the Rumble that perhaps someone really missed was that when Naomi was doing her spider crawl thing when she was walking around mm. the outside ah, yes. and then she got onto a chair and she kind of slid herself. Someone said on Twitter, I can't remember who it was, so I do apologise, said that um, she should have like asked for Alexa Bliss's chair and then when she used the Bliss's, uh, got onto Bliss's chair, she just pushed the chair mm. over or just kicked the chair so she fell off. Yeah. And that then that, that kind of starts a programme there. I mean, it, it, well. it doesn't work because Bliss is on Raw and Naomi's on SmackDown, which was pointed out to me by the mayor of Painesville, Dan, and I'd forgotten. Mm. I saw that spot and I was like, genius, that's a brilliant spot. Why didn't they do that? Oh, yeah, they're on separate brands. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, and there's only one time a year when those two stars can clash. <laughs> that's a Survivor Series. We're not, we're not for another 10 months yet. Uh, yeah, and what's Dana Brooke doing? So well, she coming, was back to being a statistician. Mm, coming out of the Royal Rumble, of course, there's the Rousey stuff. I guess, uh, you know, you can't even say Asuka set up her feud because she didn't say who she was going to face. Um, but one thing that I really liked coming out of the, division, uh, the, the match was Trish Stratus and Mickey James. Mm. Like, as, as just like a, a nostalgia... Goldberg and Brock Lesnar bout because Mickey James can still go. It looks like Trish can still go. Maybe make it a three-way to put over a younger talent. I was going to say, or make it a, a tag match where two girls can stand up and be like, "We're tired of you, old timers. You mm. took over the Royal Rumble and like yeah. beat down Trish." Mickey comes out to make the save. You have the the dream team of Mickey and Trish versus these two absolution, Absol- absolution, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. So that'd be great. Yes, yeah, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose with Pager mm. uh, ringside. That'd be really great. So hopefully, yes, like. It's weird that a lot of the women's division have criticised Rousey's debut. So we had Nia Jax on Twitter, Nikki Bella on Twitter, Sasha Banks said she's got nothing nice to say about Rousey's WWE debut in a radio interview. So that's three stars, three WWE wrestlers in the space of two days said all those comments. And now it's quieted down a lot. Uh, And I personally believe that criticism is a WWE directive. Yeah. Because they're smart people. We all know how volatile WWE is. Leo Rush! Don't, you know, you wouldn't say that if it wasn't approved by management. So I think that's going to tie into a story. But if it is legitimate, you've got to think women's division, Ronda Rousey being there, just like The Rock for the men's, it's going to bring a bigger payday to all of you. And because WWE and Vince McMahon are spending so much money on this woman, 
they're going to have to invest a lot more into the other storylines in the division, which is only going to help everything overall. And that's really what WWE needs. If they are going to be pushing the women's division, if they are because they've got Rousey now, we're going to make her the centerpiece of this, and because she's the centerpiece, we need to elevate this and really push it hard. Mm. I think they need to get out of this mindset of just one storyline, mm. of having multiple storylines. Come WrestleMania, and this is where th- this kind of thing is going to really struggle because you've got such a huge roster of talent. I was about to say what you need is multiple women matches. That's how you get over a women's division. Because at the moment, if you just do two, one for one championship, one for the other championship, and then the rest of them in like a battle royal or something, it makes them feel like, quote unquote, a separate division. Big air quotes, podcast listeners. Do you think, so we've had 205 Live. We've had uh, the, the touring brands, we've had NXT. And then there was the May Young Classic last uh, summer. Could you see a new women's promotion under the WWE umbrella? Mm. A, a women's-centric WWE Network show, but has the structured reality elements of a Total Divas. Oh, that's interesting. Just thought this up in my head. Yeah. So that means you've got Vince to do that, is going to steal it. You've got to do that as well, because that's what women watch. Women watch reality TV. But they do, like, statistically they do. No, no, I'm, yeah, I'm being, okay. I'm, I'm being I facetious. I didn't know I'm, if you were... Yeah, no, I'm, I'm being slightly <laughs> facetious, but also statistics do show that yeah. that is the case, yeah. I'm being ironic, but actually the, the numbers back up my irony. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Dana Brooke has told me she's yeah. crunched the numbers. Um, so I, I, I could get behind that. I get, but I... I it's that thing of separating them, mm. which is the difficulty. And even then, if you do separate them and give them their own show they're still only going to have one or two matches at WrestleMania, which makes them feel like a a gimmick attraction. Like you have your one cruiserweight match mm. on, on Raw. You have your one um, hardcore match that you used to do back in the day. I wouldn't take them off Raw and SmackDown. I would keep them there, but there would also be a, a solely focused, if they were to do this, a solely focused women's show of just women's wrestling, like a you know 44 minutes commercial half hour uh, show on WWE Network. And because... The problem, the reason it's such a problem with the cruiserweights is because you're like, well, the cruiserweights can just face the heavyweights. This makes them feel cheaper. But the women will never get that problem because the women, except in mixed match chat, but not even there, they don't lock lock up. Uh, the women are never going to have that second rate quality mm-hmm. because they're always going to be fine. As long as you keep the belts in the women's show. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think they should just move forward with mixed match challenge. I think they should make mixed, mixed match really? challenge a part of Raw and SmackDown. Mm. I just think it's a really great thing. And like, as I said to you, um, I think when we watched, watched the first episode, it gives people who are doing nothing something to do. It get, puts them into feuds that you don't always have to have the same teams. You mm. can have Alexa Bliss team with someone else. You can have uh, Brawny the Strowman team with someone else. You can put in guys like a Roman Reigns can go in there. Like uh, you could put Cena and Nikki Bella in there as a team as like the power couple for a little bit. And then just like it keeps it fresh. All the feuds just keep moving. It's mm. like lots of wheels turning. And I think that would be a really fresh thing you can put onto pay per views and put on the weekly shows. I agree it would be fresh, but I, I also think. I just think they should do the current stuff better. What, WWE? Just do it better. The Wrestle Ramble will be right back after these short messages. <laughs> this episode of Wrestle Ramble is brought to you in part by Patreon. For just $5 a month, you'll get access to the exclusive Wrestle Ramble Extra, where Ollie and I review classic pay-per-views from the past. This month, Patreon backers will get our review of Wrestle Kingdom 10, which featured an all-time classic between Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles. 
and if you help us reach our next Patreon goal, we'll be able to live stream episodes of Wrestle Ramble on YouTube, as well as new perks like NXT and Ring of Honor reviews. So head over to patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk for more information and support WrestleTalk. <laughs> Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So, for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. It wasn't just Borash who jumped from TNA to WWE. That, I mean, that isn't fully confirmed, but it pretty much is. Ed Nordholm, the TNA president, said that uh, in an interview this week. But we've also got EC3 and Rockstar Spud, who is now called, do it properly, Drake, Drake Maverick. Maverick. Yeah, so that's uh, that's fun. I did I tell you my gimmick idea? I hope for uh, Drake Maverick. Yes, tell me, tell yeah. me again, because I know it. But that would be a rubbish anecdote if you said that <laughs> and I said yes, and then we just moved on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, should we just move on? <laughs> no, no, thanks. It's a good one. This so like so Drake Maverick came out on 205 Live to announce that he's doing this big old tournament they haven't shown brackets for it they're just having matches the first round matches <laughs> next week you've got Kalisto and Lince Dorado um, and you've also got Hideo Itami and Roderick Strong mm. you've also had appearances from Tyler Bate on this week's episode so um, you kind of announced this what I'd like for Drake Maverick is one of them is to be a surprise reveal and that surprise reveal is Rockstar Spud and then you then have Rockstar Spud as a character and Drake Maverick as a character but no one really sort of connects the two together or you, the audience will obviously know and they'll be rested like you're the same person but they always act like they're different people but Drake Maverick is always favouring Spud for oh. these sorts of positions and giving him the opportunities that's beautiful I really like it I mean it couldn't happen exactly that way because the commentators have 
Vic Joseph already said, oh, look, it's Rockstar, Rockstar Spud. Spud, so the commentators will be in on it. Are you trying to tell me that WWE yeah, often yeah. say things and do things and then stick to that continuity all the time? Asuka can't speak English. <laughs> Despite her telling me that no one's ready for her in, in English. English. Uh, yes, I think that I think that's such a good idea. It, like, Rockstar Spud is such a great all-rounder talker. He's oozes ooze charisma. He's a great wrestler. Like, he's a good wrestler. He's a great performer. Yeah. Like, whatever you do with him, he's going to be really, really good at it. So, it, as as excited as I am to see him in WWE as quite a prominent uh, figure as the general manager of 205 Live, there was a bit of me that's like, oh, I, I want to see you wrestle as well and, yeah. and, you know, play off the crowd and oh, do absolutely. stupid, funny things in matches. Yeah, totally agree, yeah. So that would be such a good way to get round it. I, imagine as well, if during Spud's matches, first round match... You have a pre-tape of Drake Maverick changing, like changing the rules and being like, "Oh, just so you know, this match is now a no DQ match." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really good. I'm, I'm really happy uh, that he's in there because you know that this is like, like all of those British guys that we grew up watching on independent shows here. He's, he's one of the longest tenured, mm. so it's great to see him over there. Of course, TNA was a big thing as well. Absolutely, when he won British boot camp. He was, yeah. But so we've got, uh, so he's going across Borash. We've already talked about, and EC3 mm. is the other one. So I heard on uh, Triple H did a conference call before Philadelphia Takeover Philadelphia, where he said the performance center is full. We cannot take on any more people. So like EC3, War Machine, Candice LeRae, and uh, Ricochet. That's the last group we're going to have. Well, we said group. EC3. Well, he didn't say EC3 at the time, but right. obviously he's going to be included in that okay, that group okay. of people. So those those people are the last inductees to the performance center inductees. for the time being. Well, until the next future endeavors. Well, until they which clear. Typically out. happens in March, mm-hmm. so. or we get some uh, post WrestleMania call ups because mm. that will then free up ah, some spots, of course. and then new people can come in. But for the moment, he is one of the last ones. What are you hoping to see out of EC3 in NXT? Just, uh, I don't know really. I'm not, I'm not wedded to the EC3 name. Like he can do a very similar gimmick, but I don't, I don't think they would allow him to do that. Because he owns EC3, the trademark now, as I understand how Impact have restructured all their talent contracts. I don't know. I he's just just playing a, a smarmy heel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoy. It's, it's a shame I really enjoyed his stuff with Spud back in the day. It's, they could have come together, but that would never happen. He could uh, take the role that um, Bobby Roode has kind of left mm. in, um, or you know, plug in that hole of the smarmy heel. That's uh, he's, he's a much better promo. I really like EC3's yeah. promos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been seeing a lot of his. I didn't see a lot of his TNA stuff because mm. I'd, I'd stopped watching TNA by the time the EC3 had risen to prominence. So I wasn't really, I wasn't watching it week to week. I was kind of like reading up on things, and I heard people say that he was very good. But I don't think I've ever seen an EC3 match. Or heard an EC3 promo. I don't think I... Possibly I have, because I have watched Impact recently, but like a lot of it just sort of washes over me. Mm. So I might have seen him have a match on there. Um, but uh, yeah, for years, I didn't know what Eli, uh, Eli Drake... Eli Drake's another great talker. He's a very good talker. Yeah, yeah he's a crazy good talker. So what did they do? Have a gimmick where he doesn't talk for a month. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, is that what they've done? That's, well, that was a while ago. Oh, okay. Very fair enough. Um, so, I'm yeah, I'm... I'm hoping for big things but like you're kind of looking at this NXT roster that mm. they've got because you've got the one world title 
And you think about the guys that are currently in that bracket. You've got Gargano, you've got Lars Sullivan, Roderick Strong. You're bringing in, like, what role is Ricochet going to play? Like, what mm. part is is he going to be in that Cassius Ono role where you're just sort of, like, used as enhancement talent? Not to, I mean, not saying that Cassius Ono is, is enhancement talent, but he's a guy that just helps other people get over. Um, Velveteen Dream is starting mm. to make some headway and people are really getting behind him there's just a lot of guys that are really getting over amongst that NXT crowd that you're like you could vis- physically go like and Alistair Black's another one you so like I could yeah, definitely see wow. him, yeah. him getting a title shot at the next TakeOver show it's a good group at the moment it's, it's a really great good. group at the moment and yeah I'm just hoping some really great feuds are going to come out of these new people plus you've got War Machine in there mm. who could probably have some really good stuff with um, with AOP if they don't get called up some great stuff with Sanity if they don't get called up and the Undisputed Era yeah I was I was going to say you know, yeah. doing the, the hand signal I think because the camera flips it around though so you do it the wrong way there you go I think that's, that, that should do it now well there's one more name there is one uh, more name a potential one which PW Insider just, oh. just on the last thing a war machine I'm lo- really looking forward to war machine versus heavy machinery oh it's going to be a big meaty match that is a match where like you need um, one of the, the raw people to go like you need to reinforce the ring oh yeah uh, so Lashley PW Insider is saying that he is going to go to MMA he's going to go back and do a few MMA fights well at least that's what their sources told them but the Wrestling Observer are saying he was talking to both New Japan and WWE, the new, which is very interesting, just as a sentence in itself, that New Japan are, are trying to go for these levels of American stars now. But the New Japan talks have stopped, so it's almost as, like it looks like he's going to WWE. Uh, and apparently for a program with Brock Lesnar following WrestleMania 34. Apparently that's what Lashley has uh, said to uh, the his people mm. America top team is that who he's a part That's, of uh, the MMA group yeah uh, yeah so um he has said <laughs> that that post wrestlemania brock's not leaving he's not going back to ufc he's sticking around mm. and it's him and lashley uh for the summer lesnar so, him and lesnar yeah. sorry yeah him and lesnar for the um uh, the summerslam yeah which is you know that's a hell if that happens I was right the first time because I said Lesnar's sticking around, it's him and Lashley. Oh, my apologies. Yeah, because Lesnar's contract is up just after WrestleMania. Yeah. So to me, that sounds like no- nothing soon because you don't want to debut another person before WrestleMania. Lesnar's going to be tied up with Reigns. I see that as a really good Raw After Mania debut. I was about to say the exact mm. same thing, a Raw After Mania. Lesnar in the ring with Heyman cutting a promo about how he's going to be going back after Roman Reigns to recapture his Universal Championship that he lost the night before. Who should come out to the ring? But only Bobby Bloody Lashley. Almost like mimicking the um, uh, Brock Lesnar coming back yeah. with him and, uh, him and Cena. It's the return of the douchebag rating system. That is my rating system that I'm very self-conscious about. But you, the viewers, want to uh, want to keep it going. So what we do, I gave my star ratings for the Royal Rumble and NXT uh, after the shows. And now Dave Meltzer's have come out. So let's see where I am uh, compared to the, to the esteemed 20, 100 decade plus brilliant wrestling mind of Dave Meltzer he said most respected journalist in wrestling you don't have to respect his opinions well maybe no you have to respect him like what he's accomplished yes you yeah, don't, you have, you don't to, have to agree with his opinion that's maybe that's the best way to yeah that's better so for uh we do the royal no we do NX. no we do rumble first because that's already NXT, up. yeah because that's just the easiest thing to do what we've got here 
Ah, yeah. So, yeah. There we go. There we so, go. I gave AJ Styles and beating Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn 2.5 stars. Ah, oh, three and a half stars. Way off with Meltzer. From Big Daddy Melts. Uh, the Usos versus Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. That was a three-star match, according to Meltzer. But, according to this guy right here, I'm not as easily impressed. Two and a half stars. I'm undercutting Dave. You really are. If anything, I've got higher standards <laughs> at the moment. But now, here we go. The Men's Royal Rumble. I gave this four and a half stars. I really love this match. And he gave it four and a quarter. Four and a quarter. you got to wonder where that half a star went. Or yeah. that quarter of a star went, rather. That is a... Uh... That's that's a high rating for Meltzer in a Rumble. Yeah, he's usually very critical of mm. Rumbles. Uh, and, oof, yeah, the Sheamus and Cesaro versus Seth Rollins and Jason Jordan death spot. Dave Meltzer gave that two and a quarter stars. And this guy right here gave it two stars. So, I still it was worse. undercutting him once again. He's missed out the KFC Rumble, which is disappointing. <laughs> I gave that five stars. They get the full five stars. Uh, then we had the Brock Lesnar Kane Strowman three way, two stars. I'm unsurprised. Oh, that is that that's that's a terrible rating, and I also gave it two stars. Wow, I thought I gave it more. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I matched him. I'm going to pull it out every single time you do it. The Pacific Rim rating. You mm. think that match is just as good as Pacific Rim? Stand by that. <laughs> uh, and finally, Big Meltzer gave uh, the Women's Rumble three and a quarter stars, and your boy Ollie D gave it three stars. See, I think one of the differences between you and Dave is that Dave is quite happy to give out those quarter stars. Whereas mm. you don't. You're a you're a three or you're a half or a full. Like there's no in between. It might it might it's maybe that would change. Stages. Yeah, maybe that would change as you go along. You've not been doing this for twenty five plus years, mm. thirty five plus years even. So maybe when we come back to doing the Wrestle Ramble in thirty five years time, you'll actually be doing all the quarters as well. And we'll probably have gone up to six, seven stars at some point. I'll be doing like point two eight nine stars at that point, going to the decimals. Uh, now, where's the NXT ones? This is such a well-planned-out thing. Do you want to... Oh, here they are. So, Bobby Fish and Carlo Riley beating Authors of Pain. Three and a half stars from Meltz. Which means he thinks it was as good as the AJ, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn match. That's ridiculous. Which I disagree with, because I, I, I thought it was a much better match. But I also gave it three and a half stars, but my ratings are more consistent. <laughs> I'm not throwing shade. <laughs> we love Meltzer. Velveteen Dream pinning Cassius Ono. Two and three quarters stars. Unsurprised at that. I'm unsurprised uh, at the next one. I'm sorry, I am surprised at the next one, but I, I'm unsurprised at that one. So in, uh, I remember listening to Meltzer's review. He was he was very critical of the botches. Mm. said it was very sloppy. I, was, I loved the character, and I thought the character work and the match structure around that and the story was great. Get four stars. Four stars, mate. That's that so hard. Different, different planets. It's there. twice as good as Pacific Rim. Yeah, yeah, much <laughs> better. Yeah. Uh, Shayna Baszler and Ember Moon. I gave this one three stars. Big Melts gave it two and three quarters. Yeah, so, so you were sort of on the same there. Mm, I, but you, uh, I, you I really liked, liked it. it I, I really liked the match. I thought the Baszler was really great. I thought Ember Moon selling one of it was really good. Do appreciate though that and this we had this when we did the review uh, and you. Something I didn't really pick up on at the time, but you quite correctly pointed out that it really kind of undersells the mm. impact of the armbar. That one after she'd the, the broke, smash. broken yeah, her yeah. arm, she um, she stayed in an armbar for quite a long time. Too long. 
Uh, Alistair Black beating Adam Cole. And after, I've j- and after I've just said that you don't do quarter stars, there's a quarter star right there. Four and a quarter stars. <laughs> it's not a four it and a half match. Didn't even take. Didn't even take thirty-five years. You broke in thirty-five minutes. I matched. I matched Big D. Match Big D. A lot of ah, people. Do you know what's amazing? There were a lot of people D. in the comment section after our review of the uh, NXT show where we said that the main event was possibly, you know, could be a match of the year contender mm. already. A lot of people were arguing that the Alistair Black uh, Adam mm. Cole match was so much better and didn't really like the Gargano Almas match. It's the beauty of wrestling. People can have different opinions. Although, me and Dave don't, because we both thought the main event, Johnny Gargano versus Andrade Cien Almas, five-star match. So, we both uh, gave it five stars. People, going by the reaction I've seen online, people are amazed that this got five stars. Mm. Not that because it wasn't a five-star match, but because Dave Meltzer, quote-unquote, only gives five-star matches to New Japan stuff. So... Everyone was genuinely really shocked that he gave this five stars. Whereas I was like, after I listened to the Wrestling Observer review, I was like, he's definitely going to give that five stars. Mm. He just said it's it could be the best NXT match of all time. It's I I feel like people who say that don't watch wrestling outside WWE enough. I know that might be a bit uh, patronizing, uh, but I I can't see it any other way because the standard of wrestling everywhere else in the world is at such a high standard, be it indie shows or Ring of Honor, or New Japan, or maybe it's just a different style of wrestling that I enjoy a lot more. WWE don't do that style. They do WWE style, which is a watered-down version of it. So that's the reason they don't get five-star ratings, because you watch New Japan, you watch Ring of Honor, you watch Rev Pro down the road. Those matches are infinitely better, so your five-star standard is like up here now. So everything you watch on WWE isn't going to be five stars unless occasionally they WWE put on a non WWE match like the Tyler Bate Pete Dunn stuff from last year uh, John Cena and AJ Styles I'd say that's a good example of an, a WWE big match that's worthy of five stars I don't think it was I wouldn't have given that a, a five stars but then again I'm not rating these things yeah. although it was funny that I didn't even realise that technically we do rate Raw and Smackdown out of five each mm, and every week but yeah. that's why when we came to do the end of year list that I didn't do my the, the best matches of 2017 because my argument would be I've not seen every match from 2017 so I can't compile that list in the same way that I haven't seen every wrestler in the world for 2017 so I couldn't compile it so I just compiled my favourites ones of the stuff that I've seen according to Luke Owen yeah according to yeah. Luke Owen so that's uh, that's all we've got time for today but we've got a, a a movie to give a shout out to which I watched over the other weekend Heel Kick which is a story about two very unprofessional wrestlers it's filming a kind of mockumentary style you've only seen the trailer but it was really funny but it's it been very I, funny I've, I've, I've really been wanting to watch this Mm-hmm. Uh, ever since I saw that trailer, I've been, re- but I haven't had the time it's to. Wh- do it's it. genuinely worth it. I'm going to try and watch it tomorrow. Actually, yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I was surprised by how much. I, I won't go into too much detail then because I don't want to ruin it for you. But I thought it was going to be out and out comedy. It's like 90 minutes long, so it's very quick. Uh, but uh, it has a it has a su- a surprising amount of heart in the last hmm. act, which really you know took it up to another gear. It wasn't just a spot fest of comedy. It had a little bit of selling at the end. Oh, wow. Yeah, what more can you ask? Like like a proper wrestling story. Yeah. 
Good show. I think yeah. it's a solid show. Um, good, good. Some news topics. I like doing the news episodes. Mm. Although it's, I, I still wonder how entertaining is it for people to listen to us talk about Dave Meltzer's star rating system, and then compare it against your own, <laughs> your douchebag rating system. So yeah, the problem. Uh, so I was always worried about just doing stars in general. It's going to seem too, too self-absorbed. Well, did you see the guy that got really wound up by it? Over no. Royal, yeah, he got so wound up by it on Twitter because he collated all of your star ratings oh and created the aggregates and was like, "Can't be a core because this is what the average star rating is." But oh he's given a core. This doesn't make any sense. Oh, I, oh yeah, I did see that. So I didn't reply to him, although he put in a tremendous amount of effort. He got very angry about it. But like, if I gave uh, a match that was over an hour long, so a large portion of the pay per view, four and a half stars that would balance out a cut like a couple of matches of two and a half stars i'm i'm not saying you're yeah. wrong i'm saying there are people who get very very angry and very in depth on star ratings yeah when you when you i guess put solid values to stuff it's to set yourself up to get destroyed that's why if i was to start a, a movie website i don't think i would give star ratings star ratings only exist in films so you can so pr like promotional people can put it up on posters and say look here is a star quality of how good this is because i think mm. that it what it does it just creates a a culture of people who just click onto review to look for a star rating without actually reading the review itself you just click on from the bottom four stars cool and go off and not actually read the uh, the hard written part of the article i i think you're uh I, I mean we've disagreed about this a lot before i just say my short rebuttal to it people are busy they don't have time to read every single review so to like i will put per, per, like browse a newspaper and go oh that's that that movie i was looking forward to has only got a three out of five i won't bother reading that review or going to see it hmm. and then maybe i'll see it later on when it comes out but i can't possibly see every movie or read every movie review from multiple publications no but so it's... it's a nice filtering system oh i won't watch that match because a lot of people saying it's two stars rather than you know, two stars is a lot easier to say and rank in your head than, oh, it's actually a lot more complicated than that, yada, yada, yada. But it's t you don't have time for the complicated sometimes. Um, I mean, we'll agree to disagree. I think it works differently for wrestling and mm. uh, movies. But, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that your star rating system is wrong, nor is uh, Big Daddy Melts. I, I feel like by calling it the douchebag rating <laughs> system, I hope people would see that it's uh, yeah. completely douchebag. <laughs> Uh, what are you up to this weekend? What am I up to this weekend? Um, my wife and I are going to go... Oh, actually, I don't know if I told you. I think I have told you about this. We're going to the library. We're signing up for our local library because this one of our projects for this year is our couples book club. Mm. So we are every... Well, once we've finished a book... Uh, stuff, basically, there are a lot of books that I've not read because I'm pretty thick. And there's a lot You're of... going to choose them by star ratings? No. And there's a lot of... Uh, and I've written a book. There's a lot of books that my wife would like to read because she's very smart and she's very intelligent. And so we decided that we would... We don't want to go to be a book club because that makes it a bit too formal. But if we just do it between the two of us, we can pick the book that we do. I'll pick one. Then we finish it. She picks mm. the next one. And we do it. And we also gives an opportunity for me to reread some books that I've always wanted to reread because I really like them. And she can read them for the first time. So the first book we're doing is Lord of the Flies, which I haven't read since I was at school. And I remember really enjoying it at school. 
and you know the toxic masculinity of all that. I think I can look at it now at, at 32 through different eyes that I did when I was mm. 16. Yeah, 16. Like that's a big time gap. Yeah. So I'm, I'm you're a different person. I'm three com- times over probably. I'm a completely different person. So I'm <laughs> we're, so we're going to go to the library to sign up for that to register with our library mm. support local businesses. Is it a local business? I don't, support local it's amenities. <laughs> Support local amenities, maybe is the word I'm after, mm. and uh, see if we can find two copies of law. Well, if we can find one, because I know that um, my sister-in-law has got a copy that um, my wife is going to borrow. That is retro, bruv. You didn't fancy Amazon? Well, we don't want to buy the books. That's the twice. problem. Yeah, twice. Yeah, exactly. So it's easy if we can loan them from the library, because then we can take them back. Also, then that gives you like a you've got to have this book read by this time. Mm. Otherwise, you might get a fine. That's a. Uh... But you could have like a nice visual reminder of all the books you've read together as a couple on a bookshelf. This is not what I was expecting from you, considering that you are someone who I'm anti stuff. Yeah. You don't like possessions. Uh, you have this... you own twenty five things. Is that the th- is that your no, gimmick? I tried to get it down under a hundred, but that was including clothes, and it just didn't happen. Uh, no, but the most I, most thing I own is books. Uh, so you know, if you have really meaningful good books, it's not the. You just like you shouldn't just have loads of stuff that doesn't mean anything. All your stuff should mean something. Mm-hmm. So books are quite important. Okay, well, I can yeah, I can get behind that. Would that would be an argument. But that is that is one of the things we are going to do this weekend. Are you going to start the books right away? I well, I'd like to. Mm. I mean, although I'm reading three books, then I'm wow. reading um, uh, the Silkworm, which is the second in the Corman Strike books, the J.K. Rowling detective right. series that she's done. Um, Fire and Fury. And then it will be Lord of the Flies. Although mm-hmm. I think Lord of the Flies is a much thinner book, so I can probably yeah, power, I it being small. I can power through. That's why they give it to sixteen-year-olds. What are you doing this weekend? Uh, I was going to attempt not to eat for twenty-four hours. You're watching Wrestle Kingdom ten. I'm going to watch Wrestle Kingdom ten while not eating for twenty-four hours. Uh, and oh, seeing La La Land tonight. Yes, you're going to uh, Backyard Cinema. Cinema. So How exciting! So, what's the the gimmick setup they've got for it? Just winter. It's still in their winter snowland, winter wonderland thing. Mm-hmm. So that'd be nice. I saw a, uh, a little trail for La La Land. Um, you still ad- haven't seen it. Advertising Sky Movies. Mm. And uh, I said, if that is a uh, indication of what the film is going to be like, I don't think I'm going to like it. This is exactly the same as you not liking star ratings. <laughs> Why? A little bit, a little clip of something. Well, a little clip, but that, if that's an indication of what I can expect from the film, if you see a trailer and you go like, I don't like the look of that trailer, are you going to then go watch it the film? It could be a really good film. Well, then the trailer's very bad. And that trail, that was a, and that's a scene from a film. It's a whole scene from a mm. film. It's the infamous one as well, where they're like looking over Hollywood in that and just doing a little bit of dancing. Yeah, that's a lovely scene. Yeah, I, I, it's not for in me. In your polyester suit, it's wool. It's a great line. I don't know. Okay, so let's do some iTunes reviews to close the show from Wolfgang Daniels. Makes me smile emoji, even though I watch WWE. Luke and Dolly might just be the best podcast of two friends, just talking wrestling and having a blast doing it. I haven't missed an episode since I discovered Wrestle Talk. Keep up the great work, gentlemen. I'll keep listening. Thank you, Wolfgang Daniels. What a cool name. Yeah. I hope that's your real name. I do too. And Gabe Longhammer. I hope that's your Whoa! real name. <laughs> These are some great names. Just write thumbs up emoji in the title, followed by thumbs up emoji in the body of the review. Thank you so much, Gabe Longhammer. Longhammer. I think we can squeeze in another one now that's so short. No. Okay. That's way too long, that next one. We will see you on Monday. Love you, bye. Bye. 
Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.